primary ignition. This is Star Wars. Look out! From the bright center of the galaxy, I'm Grex Kondak, and you're listening to Core World News, your Hornet News service providing in-depth coverage of the latest stories from every sector of the galaxy. Now for your news segment rundown for January 6, 2023. 99 problems, but a bad batch ate one. But first, this news. All right, thank you very much, Grex. Uh, welcome to another exciting edition of Core World News. You may notice something different about this one. You can see us now. Yeah. Here we are. Uh, if you've been watching YouTube or listening to YouTube, um, we are now uh, able. You're able to see us, which is pretty cool. And you're welcome. <laughs> so, I mean, my my webcam quality isn't fantastic, but there's got my helmets i'm ready i was about to say your background makes uh, up for it indeed indeed and we already just had your self-reformat we're working out some kinks here grant just took over I just the whole got screen. back from tasio moon i'm feeling good guys like oh ugh, been to the few cantinas nice uh, dude pleasure dens many pleasure dens <laughs> um anyways the first show of the new year this is our first show we're finally on air uh lots of news breaking at the beginning of the new year that's really fun so star wars fans like rejoice we've got lots to talk about today so ben do you want to just fire off what you texted us earlier the information you gathered yeah well we got a couple of things going on here man um new stuff has Mm -hmm. come to light most importantly uh ubisoft uh which is exciting is uh we we got some information but first we got a little like teaser there was like a little teaser tweet there um about what they're up to and um they just said hey coming in 2023 a new game and i was like oh okay or no they said this is going to be a big year for ubisoft a big big year year. and i'm like well all right and then grant said along a little text that was like yeah it's uh uh it, it had a lot more information grant do you have that that tweet somewhere handy i think it's in our in our feed from uh, before. I, I mean there's just uh, lots of different outlets reporting on the game and what's promised in the game and it sounds like it'll be open world full player customization everything we've been talking about for the past couple of years now that the the things we've wanted on the checklist that it, they seem to be checking all the boxes so it's like yeah this is the game i think we've been waiting for and it sounds like there'll be multiple systems to explore like it sounds like like hopefully, I mean, with Starfield being a game that's going to have a thousand explorable planets, I imagine that Lucasfilm and yeah, and Massive are going to want to release a game that has you know uh, it can compete you know in terms of exploration, especially if they're doing an open world experience. So that's exciting. Yeah, I mean, we it's pretty much everything we asked for. It was like full customization, it really is, and open world yep. and multiple planets. Like you can just travel through the galaxy, like. That's all I've ever wanted. Yeah. Yeah. Ubisoft Star Wars I mean, game will reportedly feature a fully customizable character uh, and walks a path chosen by the gamer and will showcase an open and explorable galaxy. So, yeah, that's that's galaxy, not system. If I can resurrect my Wookiee bounty hunter that turns into a Jedi, <laughs> uh, I, I will die a happy, happy man. Which Adam one day just sent us videos of... <laughs> interior of one of his uh i guess it, uh, starships and uh yeah it was awesome like i it was wanted wild. to live in your uh 
your freighter that you should. It was such a flashback. Someone on YouTube had just taken a, a video of of the same starship I had, and I just was sitting there watching it. I'll be honest, I, I watched it for like an hour the next day. Like I had it on the background while I was doing work. It just made me really happy, yeah. very nostalgic. So yeah. No, yeah, I went to bed watching like the like the walkthrough of that <laughs> starship. I'm like, yeah, I could live there. That'd be that'd be pretty good. <laughs> mm-hmm. that'd, yeah, that'd be nice. Um so yeah, I'm I mean, this is my, I guess my most anticipated game, uh Star Wars title. Uh even though Jedi Survivor is coming out, uh it's just uh on the horizon here. We're gonna be playing that soon I'm- enough. Yeah, it seems like they're taking the approach with the games that they're taking with the shows, right? Like with this, with different focuses, different genres, different quality levels. I don't mean that in an, in a negative way, right? But you get like your AAA, like story driven, on rails, beautiful game, and the Jedi, you know, Fallen Order shows, right. and then you get the kind of the Ubisoft does what Ubisoft does well, which is these open world games that give you a lot to explore, but maybe not the most polished thing in the world. And I tend to enjoy those more. And Star Wars can be, uh, you know, it does the sort of like alignment, um, the the good and mm-hmm. bad sort of story driven uh, motif or gimmick. It does it better than any other IP because it's the light or the dark side of the force. Like yeah. you are actively changing into a sort of a Sith, a dark side wielder when you do too many bad deeds in the galaxy is, as opposed to like become being heroic and sort of just uh, meditating and being one with the light. That's it's a totally different path to walk. So with the path being chosen by the player, it makes me think that you're going to have the same sort of alignment system that was in Knights of the Old Republic and Kotor yeah. 2 and, you know, all, all those games that we love so much. That brings up an interesting question. Do you think this game will allow you to be a force user? Because it could just be bounty hunter. It could just be scoundrel, rogue, blaster, right? It could it could go either way. Yeah, I mean, I yeah. would, I kind of hope so, but it's everyone can't yeah. be, you know, Jedi. But maybe yeah. if it's single player, then yeah, it would be that'd be pretty great. Yeah, I guess that's true. If it's a single pay- player, right? You're just a a force user having to slip through the net, and maybe that's part of the game mechanic, yeah. you know. And it was similar in, I believe, in Galaxies when you became a Jedi. Uh, it was fun, but then you had people coming after you. The the Empire was coming after yeah. you. So you might just right. have well, like be bounty fun. hunters. If it's OT era, I would love a sort of smuggler bounty hunter yeah. game. But if it if it mm-hmm. if they mm-hmm. I would like a surprise. I would like the game to be set like maybe in the High Republic or you know, era and, and we explore yeah. Jeddah, the Battle of Jeddah, we explore, you know, Starlight Beacon, uh all that sort of stuff. Like that would be fun, yeah. wouldn't it? If we could dive back into that, do a deep dive into that period as a sort of um, Pathfinder Jedi, maybe, you know, yeah. that'd be fun. Way seek. Oh, yeah. there you go. I mean, I would, yeah, I would like probably that. play it every single different way, like smuggler, pirate, <laughs> pi- like fighter right. pilot, like, um, yeah, Jedi for sure. Uh, you know, the, anything, scoundrel, bounty hunter, there, Mandalorian. Yeah. There's a good chance this is the last game I ever buy. <laughs> <laughs> Because like Red Dead Redemption Two took a year and a half of my life in a beautiful way. I mean that game just, is the, that game is a masterpiece. So the only game I played because I, I I I did everything I could possibly do in that game, and it took a year and a half to do it. Um, and if this game is as big, like I I don't know, like it might just be it, it's going to take years of my life. Because similar Ben, I'm going to want to do every because the thing is I'll replay it because Red Dead Redemption Two you can only replay it a couple times. But if this allows multiple classes, I'm going to want to play through it in every single class. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, they also so Massive's coming off of the Division and the Division Two, which are both third person mm-hmm. shooter sort of uh, open world, open zone sort of um, games and uh, mission based sort of uh, uh, are almost role playing RPG experiences. Um, I, I, it could be a sort of Clone Wars game with soldiers. I mean, that's what mm. that's what the Division was. So yeah. But I just I would love a big swing where it's a Jedi because I mean, you'd hope that Ubisoft sort of shares a lot of the talent that maybe worked on like Assassin's Creed, Valhalla, and like that sort of melee combat. Love a system like that in a shooter game as I, well, like as shooting. Yeah, games. and I want to bring that back around because we started the soft talking about the tweet saying big things in 2023, right? And and th- th- I, we don't know if that just means like trailer whatever, but Ubisoft. Um, probably through really horrible labor practices, but let's just ignore that for a second. Um, hey. Crunch is real. Um, but sure. worth mentioning, um, can get games out very fast, right? Like, I, I think they're, if they're building it off an engine that already exists, which my guess is they're probably building it off of the 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 kind of the Unreal and, and what they used for Assassin's Creed, they can get this game out by the end of the year if they've been working on it already for a couple of years. That also means I, I think they have their own proprietary. Engine yeah, I'm yeah. sure. The division, I Isn't think, it was like it was? Snowdrop. Yeah, Frostbite. But that also means Icicle. That also means if this goes well, they can keep releasing more versions of this game, updates, yeah. stuff. Like they're really good at at, cron- at cracking out con- cranking out content. So yeah, that was yeah. the first thing I thought of when I found out they were going to work with Ubisoft. I was like, yes, a- absolutely. Yep. Like. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, it's like easy. Yeah. Yeah. Every yeah, two years, a new game. Yeah. No, yeah, no. Exactly. They should have been doing that for the past 10 years, you know, with like three different titles. I, I feel like, um, you know, yeah, like, like I get money. to see Star Wars instead of Assassin's Creed and see all these fantastic yeah. new action RPGs that are essentially some of the best action RPGs made. Right yeah, now, so. absolutely. I've always I've always liked Assassin's Creed. It's just like I haven't had enough time to play all of them. And I've liked some more than others. I, I like Black Flag, I think, is a standout. <laughs> Um, but I, I mean, like, honestly, if I had a million good. hours, they, like they felt yeah. like a gimmicky sort of stealth combat game. And then it, it they, got much better. It just, it just evolved at some point. Like the design yeah. became more role play. Uh, yeah. There's a lot of sort yeah. of like stats that you had to take yeah. care of and manage. Uh, like it just it got stat heavy and it was super fun. And the combat system was out of the I, like I just want to see that applied to Star Wars. Like, yeah. yeah, I didn't get to play a lot of Valhalla, but I was like, the system here is perfect and the open world right. is great i have played I, I like the polish i wouldn't mind this just being another idea. all of valhalla it's amazing did you um, platinum valhalla no oh, wow, the okay. reason i didn't platinum is because you can't carry over uh trophies from one system from four to five ps5 uh, and i'm not going to go back what am i what am i going to do yeah. go back to play ps4 what am i i feel so yeah. i feel so bougie yeah. right now anyway yeah. um <laughs> a lot of people still thriving on ps4 i know yeah. I, I yes weirdly no, had some no office shame. chat where people were like Oh, my PS4 is great. And I was like, okay. That was I, all of gonna, us like four months ago. Gonna, like, until we until someone sent me a text yeah. saying, oh, this yeah. is available. And I'm like, I just dropped it. I'm like, I'm going to have to yeah. figure out how to tell my wife about this. Um, and so I was going to say that it's, it's. Um, I think I've played every single, this is the thing I hope they don't do with, with, with this, with the Star Wars game is I've played every single Assassin's Creed game. If you asked me, what is the plot of Assassin's Creed? I could yeah. not tell you. Oh. Something about an apple? Yeah, I, I think, but I don't think they talk about that anymore. I think you kill a pope in one. I, I remember that because I'm like, I, this seems, I, I'm not I a religious the first man, one's but about this seems not religious. Like, that's yeah. all I remember. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
Oh man, oh, amazing! All right, well, I, we could talk yeah, about this. For I know years. you're like diving in and out of the matrix in that game. I, there's even like the oh. I, I think there's a device that the the, the, the oh I lost it. I almost had it. I have no idea. But what device. I I, I know because every time you dive out of it, I'm like, this is boring. I don't want to <laughs> yeah. play as a person without superpowers. Please <laughs> yeah, put me just back like, in. Why am I walking around a room? Yeah. looking for like a piece of paper. Yeah, what's that? Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's exactly what what it is I, it's like I, open a drawer yeah, i also like... may not remember anything from assassin's creed plot because i may have used the cutscenes to read uh graduate uh articles or, or write like a paragraph of, okay. of a paper <laughs> i i gamed and did uh, a lot of my studies oh yeah just game in between yeah yeah it's a it's a good time break um okay cool well we did we've talked a lot about this game we know nothing about um <laughs> for uh for many days and many podcasts so um i don't want to beat do it do we together. have a release date do we have a release date? no no negative but i'm guessing next year this, this year could good. never come out as it's, well so. it says it's a big year this year so i'm assuming it's coming out i'm this gonna year. say yeah holiday season i'm gonna say it's gonna be slated for yeah. holiday season come out q1 2024 yeah. all right what if it's clone wars guys like yeah. just that'd be amazing Really gets into the Clone Wars like do it. nothing else ever has, and covers every battle, and you can be all these different soldiers. And... I, I'd be less excited about it That's because I've played a bajillion hours of oh, uh, Battlefront, right. yeah. and you know it's multiplayer, and you sign. It's kind of like you get into what games people are playing, and everyone you got your plays fill. Clone. You Wars. got your fill yeah. of that experience. I've That's been on, I've spent too many hours on Felucia, being like okay. stuck hey, in I... the poisonous plants, and I'm like, I'm good. I'm good with <laughs> the Clone Wars. And like I've heard D. Bradley Baker's voice, like just you know, in my head a million times. Sure. And I'm yeah. Let's let's oh. ex- let's do let's do something else. High Republic. I, yeah. It's a it's a shame. Yeah, it's a shame we have other news because that would have been the perfect segue <laughs> into <laughs> the Bad Batch. But anyway. Uh, yeah, I know. Oh right. Yeah, I was about to say. What about Sereno? Like, oh, don't you guys want to go? We there? will. We will go to Sereno. There's so many yes. planets in the Clone Wars that all those black ops, Bill. all yes. these the war chest of Sereno. Yeah, um, yeah. Just want to clear out the news first, but we will talk about um, Bad Bats. That's obviously the headline um, for this week. Um, but another interesting one: the we got a little tidbit about the Ahsoka show, and this came from uh, Dork Side of the Force, which um, our friend um, Meg uh, works over there. And so I've been watching it more, and it's a credible news source, and they have it. And they have learned that um, you we're gonna see a new galaxy in yeah. Ahsoka. This is wild. Yeah, in and, new galaxies. Yeah, and if they're reporting it, they only tend to really report things that that happen, right? Like they don't they don't do a lot of the speculation stuff over there. So, I yeah, this is pretty pretty gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, major theory well, here. What if this is just the Chiss? Like we actually the Chiss are played as this sort of extra galactic threat. You know what I mean? Like they are on the exterior. You know. Yeah, they could. They could kind of reinvent yeah. that a little bit, yeah, like recanonize it as it being like, yeah, as culture. being extra galactic. I mean, I, I think it makes a lot of sense. My my argument has always been: you have thirty years between episodes six and seven, and that's a lot of storytelling that you have. And if you're going to build that out, and if that's going to be the territory of the, you know, um, the Mandoverse, this is Star Wars. There needs to be a war in the stars, yes. right? A- and I think you need something other than them just fighting a the major of the galactic Empire because, con- yeah, it's called yeah, Star Wars, it's the most operatic, grandiose, yeah. theatrical sort of experience. Yeah, yeah. my my yeah, and I, I just, have, I, yeah, 
personally, go, no, go I I don't know. I I feel like it might be a little bit of a step too far. I I feel like we we don't really appreciate that it's a galaxy and how big a galaxy is. And I, I think there's plenty of room to have a war in a sector of the galaxy that, you know, that the other parts of the galaxy don't really even know about. I know most of it's under there, but like, yeah, you just have a part tucked away. And it's like, you know, they're getting to that higher with the higher public with like wars between a couple of planets and things like that. Um, I don't feel like you need to jump to an entirely new galaxy. That's just me personally uh, but no, I, mean, I i did enjoy the yeah. yuzhang bong um stories in the you know in the the legends books um yep. it was pretty cool but um just didn't need 19 books yeah you know and it's just sort of like i, I think um i think feloni really appreciates the legend stories and i'm sure he grew up with them and loved them yeah. and so he wants to honor them um, and, and so he's doing that, but, uh, it's, he's a bold one. I mean, Filoni is getting away with a hundred percent of what he can get away with. He's done time travel. He's recanonized a novel. <laughs> um, and now he's going to create a new galaxy. Like you can't get, he more. resurrected Maul. Like that's he what resurrected he Maul. Yeah. He resurrected Maul. Spider leg I mean, Maul. He's essentially got yeah, like, like George Lucas's gold card and can do whatever he wants with it. Um, and it's. I mean, great. Yeah. Filoni is a super fan, and those are the people that I want running it. He's tone perfect. He sat in the room with George Lucas. Um, I, I trust the man, but it's like, it's being, he's really bold. It's really bold to go. He's, he's very playing bold. all his biggest cards. And I think the only one allowed to be Absolutely. this bold, right? The allowed to, to move it forward. And, and, and the thing is, I think, weirdly, I think the High Republic paved the way for this because what we're seeing in the High Republic seems to be the last days of an unexplored frontier. Right. That seems to yeah. be the way they're selling it to us. And so what I think we're led to believe a little bit is that the galaxy is explored by by the end of the higher public. We know what our galaxy is and everything that exists for the most part. And I'm guessing we'll never actually go to this other galaxy. I'm guessing it's an external threat coming in, which is what they did with the Yuuzhan yeah. Vong. Uh, I I can't imagine they'll touch the Yuuzhan Vong because it's such a, it's like the third rail of Star Wars. Yeah. Um but they might play around with it. One of the things they mentioned in, I think that article was that they're going to encounter people with other ideas and connections with the force, which I'm very excited about because right now I'm reading the fate of the Jedi, which is the last novel series in the old EU. And part of that plot is, uh, it's actually, I'm loving it so much is Luke Skywalker and his son, Ben on a, on a quest to go see where Jason Solo went wrong. So Jason Solo in the old use, but five years learning from other force users around the galaxy. And they're going and learning about other ways the force is seen and other abilities. Wow. And so to bring something like that in, I think is really cool. This idea of like, you know, it, it's, it's like religion, right? Like you're going to have other people's connection to higher beings in different ways that you're going to beat. So you're going to meet other people. There's like, the the force is not binary, right? It's not light or dark side. Maybe it's a scale. Maybe there's five parts of the force, right? Like it's all this idea. So if they bring some of that in, I think it'll be really yeah. interesting. Yeah, that'd be fun. It also be cool to see an arc for Ahsoka where she, you know, gets those Gandalf robes and that giant staff mm -hmm. and sort of like maybe learns from many different cultures around the galaxy and maybe outside the galaxy. And that's made, you know, this sort of like transform transformative journey for her character. That would be great. Like I would love something. Yeah. Yeah. That would be super great. Um, and speaking of Filoni, I mean, he's going to be a hot topic here tonight, but, um, Grant, you, you gave me some information tonight that I, I didn't really. Oh know. yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Johnny mm -hmm. Fabs, John Favreau and, uh, <laughs> 
the Filoni, the Filonski. Um, they've got a new project. It's called Ghost Track. It's co- it's working titles Ghost Track Seventeen. Um, Ghost it's, Track Seventeen. It's mm-hmm. a, a new project of theirs. I don't know if it's TV or film, but um, seems to be being greenlit, or it's I guess going into production. Wow. Yeah, probably so. pre-production. I mean, I, I think we'd know if it was yeah. shooting. Sounds like it just got the go-ahead, and that's yeah. kind of maybe why it's leaking. Yeah. A it's exciting. Bit. The only, I mean, if we're, we there's not much we can pick apart from this. First of all, that's cool. Um, I, we all assumed yeah. they would keep going and doing this, and I'm glad they're. I mean, this is just like time. this is this is sizzling hot off the press. Like yeah. we, I just yeah. read this like. 50, yeah, it was just like a couple hours ago. Yeah, I think, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know if it's real or not, but it's just, that's exciting. Like another project from them, always yeah. fun. Uh, I mean, do you want my speculation? Sure. Yeah, it could be, could just be uh, a boat Mando four Bob Fett. Uh, uh, yeah, I think I think I mean we we're probably Kathleen Kennedy talked about it. The whole like the this Mandoverse build up that we're seeing with the, with with um, skeleton crew and Ahsoka and uh, I don't think we're getting Rangers of the New Republic, but probably something that will come out of the ashes of that. I that's going to end in a, in a crossover event. And and I'm wondering that they're starting to see the popularity of these shows to similar to the Marvel ver like the Marvel, the MCU. Let's, let's do this as a movie, right? See, let's this end is, this as yeah. a movie. I, I wonder if Ahsoka is all, is a sort of like Ahsoka centric journey that, uh, where she's hot on the trail of Thrawn, but maybe doesn't get to Thrawn, and maybe felt like the yeah. final episode or something like that. But then, yeah. But then you could also you could also do an Ezra and Thrawn show because the back the ultimate backdoor pilot moment in all of Star Wars storytelling is Ezra and Thrawn going light speed into like the unknown regions. Yeah. Like that is yeah. a show. Well, I mean, I, their I, growth. Yeah. You could do a show that's years too. It could, yeah. it could be like it just oh. start right at that moment, and it could go for years, and then it could be a, have a convergence with yeah. Ahsoka. That could be it, yeah. man. It I mean, maybe it. those Purgles took them to another galaxy. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Here. We're drawn and yeah. have to yeah. use their wits to survive together, meet other people, something. That'd you know, be a good something. buddy comedy. Yeah. Fascinating. That'd be great. Yeah. Plus, I mean, Ghost. We we know the only time we've seen Ghost in. Star Wars really prominently used is in yeah, Rebels, right? Ship. And so, um, ship, yeah, yeah, I was just wondering, yeah. and I was like, wait, is it Ghost Track or Ghost Trek? And it's like traveling um, where no well, one's gone before. Is it like the the Ghost team brings yeah. the team back together? And well, that's the whole thing. Also, when I Jason when I hear Sindula. Ghost Track seventeen, yeah, when I hear Ghost Track seventeen, and I'm thinking about how Ahsoka is also going to feature. I mean, spoilers. I, I don't know if it's spoilers, but if you're if you're media blackout for Ahsoka, like just skip this um you if you are just skip this moment uh harrison doula is going to be in the show and um i think yeah. uh mary elizabeth winstead is playing yeah i saw that casting. yeah yeah uh when i hear a show called ghost track 17 could this not just be the harrison doula sort of series like she might just be such a runaway character that it's like let's have the alien centric series finally. Yeah. I mean, then that could be cool. Cause it would be with Jason Sindula too. Wearing Leku for like 11 episodes could be tough though. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I think we just need to get used to like rubber suits and like, that's the norm because I, I want more yeah. uh, creatures. And there is that aesthetic from, you know, the original trilogy that just kind of works. And it's like, do like Mon Calamari look weird? Yeah. But let's like, just do well, it's it. Like, let's just lean in. I like, like when Star Wars gets bizarre yeah. and it's like creature heavy yeah. for, a good like 14 seconds yeah. you're like why were there just like 20 creatures crossing camera right yeah. now like what's going on i know and it's like the leku on 
on Twi'leks, like, I don't know. They do. They use. They're like, oh, that that works. It's like it doesn't. But like, it's still like, no, you know, yeah, uh, it's fine. It looks cool though. Like, yeah, they but like it's cool. Right, like, whatever. Yeah, it's yeah. like it doesn't look real at all. But uh, there's like no texture to the skin. It's just like kind of okay. Yeah, there's like foam tubes on their heads. These like amorphous blobs <laughs> hanging yeah, off their heads. You know, yeah. even in like yeah, Book of Boba Fett. Um, what's her name? She was great. Um. Wait, wasn't George going to have Beals. like the love interest of like the Kylo character in this, his sequel trilogy? Wasn't he going to be a Twi'lek or something? And that's what all those Dark Horse books are like everything kind of off of George's kind of like yeah. initial drafts and, or what this. Yeah, I don't know. And I'm blanking off it, too, because in, in the in the uh, legacy of the Force uh, series in the old EU, that's Jason Solo's kind of um, yeah. right hand. Uh, woman is a is yeah. a Twi'lek. I mean, yeah, they go to that well a lot. Yes, I mean, there, but there could be more in the the front of you know in front of camera that I feel like. Yeah, well, cool. Um, so why don't we get to the main event here? Uh, we've got a brand new animated show, and um, let's talk about it. If you're having clone problems, I feel bad for you, son. I have ninety nine problems, but the Bad Batch ain't one. Uh, hit me. Welcome to another Bad Batch review. This week, we're reviewing the first two episodes of season two. We are investigating the ruins of war to steal the spoils of war with two fantastic episodes. Uh, ben, do you have do you have uh, summaries for these two? Do I? Uh, you know, I actually, yeah, this was fun. Grant, you set the bar pretty yeah, high nice. with the Morlana drop uh, during our Andor uh, podcast episodes. If you haven't listened to those, you should. They're great. I look back at those cell phone notes and I'm just uh, amazed that yeah. I stood there. And yeah, no, they were typed up when I saw yeah. yeah, so I'm, I'm going to cover both. This was a two-parter and um, it was, you know, but they, they're pretty much one contiguous episode. Yeah. So. I'm going to give you a rundown of what happened in both. This will just be a little refresher. I'm sure all of you have watched these. If you haven't, then I guess this is what's what went on. But um, this is what's going on. So Bad Batch Season 2 is here. And uh, we join Clone Force 99 on an idyllic island where the team continues bounty hunting for Mistress Sid while Omega does homework, learning about all the starships in a galaxy far, far away. After a harrowing first mission, the team returns to Sid's tavern to hear a tip from Fee Genoa voiced by Wanda Sykes and the abandoned castle Serrano is being looted by the empire and our plucky platoon could pry a piece from the pillage palace and purchase true Ooh. freedom. You like that? Th- thank love thank that. you, Ben. <laughs> I love me yeah, alliteration. alliteration. Thank you. That was perfection. Um, but I got a little yeah. more, a little Hold more. On. So here we go. Um, okay. Uh, the, uh, the op goes sideways and the team gets separated and chased by the Imperial garrison. After many trials and making friends along the way, the Batch escapes, uh, but at the end it is revealed that the plundered planet is patrolled by Captain Rampart, uh, who erases all record of Clone Force 99 being there and kills Stormtrooper Captain Wilco to hide Rampart's uh, failure from Governor Tarkin, who is a governor and not a moth at this point. Um, and yeah. so that's pretty... Those are those are the big action points uh, that happened. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, well done. But... Um, 
There was a lot and of... a war chest. There was a war chest. Yeah. Well, that yeah, that and was what chest. was on on Serrano. The whole plot is that yeah, this is. I mean, Serrano is Count Duco's home planet. Um, and this is the abandoned. We go to Castle Duke. Castle Duke. Guys. We don't really go in. We go into the one room we've already seen before. I know that was awesome. Yeah. I loved it. We saw that. Yeah. In, um, yeah. In Clone Wars. And it was amazing. It's oh, like sorry. where he does all his Sith stuff. Yeah. Those triangular hallways are terrifying. Yes. I was like, yes. that's right? almost more terrifying than the Mustafar. Yes. Yeah. Sort of. I, I I don't want to start out on a on a negative note, but I was a little bummed by that. So we get a little yeah. more of, of Serrano and and Castle. Duke and I kind of hoped it yeah. was haunted a little, maybe a lot, maybe a lot right? haunted. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It really just doubles into being a sort of plot heavy uh, two episodes. Uh, and yeah, yeah. I almost wish it did. I, we dwell in Castle Duku for longer. We go through a couple different rooms. We explore some history. I don't mm-hmm. know. Like, yeah. Who, who well, knows? See all the it, curved. See how many curved si- sabers Dooku yeah. had. You know, like yeah. <laughs> what if his? All who knows his what his collection like, like his probes, his yeah. caches. Maybe yeah. he's like a Jedi saber is somewhere just like hanging around. Yeah. Um, that would be cool. That'd be great. Um, yeah, or a hologram, or like they watch a hollow message of Dooku. Like I don't know. After yeah. the Last Jedi, I almost want to see like all these, you know, ancient or like canon people and in random moments. Yeah. Right. Well, why don't we talk about what we did see? This is this is season two here. Yeah. And um, we're back with, you know, Omega and the team and they've they've evolved a little bit, but not too much. It's kind of this was I feel like sort of like a reminder of what we saw in the in the first season. It's a very it's a very um, it's a very tropey TV tropey opening to to a season yeah. and I don't necessarily mean that negatively like it's very writerly which is like you remind everyone what the stakes are who everyone is and everyone and recommit everyone to the cause yeah. and that's really what this is in two, in two episodes is like literally it ends with people recommitting themselves to the decisions they made at the end of the first season right we right. have yeah we have Omega yeah. trying to fit in and validate them taking her in we have the, yeah. the their mission as a crew. Like, should they fight the Empire? They should fight the Empire, and that's kind of it. Yeah. And then they they just need to survive. Yeah. And those are like right. And you have that great conflict between Echo and Hunter, where Echo's like, "We should be doing more to fight the Empire," and Hunter's yeah. like, "But we have Omega. Like, we can't." Like, yeah. And then Echo and the the, Echo the team basically yeah. Yeah. Uh, decide to help Sid, and Sid Sid even like sets up the next mission. Which is Castle Sereno and all this great stuff, but um, uh, it's, it's just fascinating that they're all like, you know, she's kind of holding us back from doing what we could be doing to sort of, you know, give our, our all to stop this regime. You know, so right? It's 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 gets to some really dark and deep dynamics like between the characters that it's really like a, a complex show, and I would say like just stick with it. If it, if it does feel a little plot heavy now, like stick with this show, it will get into like the transition of power rampart Tarkin, like what you, you're talking about, Ben, like it, it will get into that stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I think that's a good, I think that's a fair, a fair argument because I, I remember season one, I, I, I will be a hundred percent honest. I, when they announced this show, I was so not interested just to be honest. Like it was not something I was looking. I, I mean, I love everything star Wars. So I'm like, this will be fun. Um, and then somewhere like halfway through the first season, I'm like, this show is great. Like it yeah. really is going there. Yeah. And I think you're right. I think you're right, 
uh, Grant. They're just kind of laying the groundwork for what this season is going to be. And about halfway through again, I feel like I'm going to be like, oh, that's right. This show is so complex. And and even in this episode, I was reminded with how adult it is, like in, 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 in the themes it's exploring and the way it's exploring it. And even at the very end of the second episode where, you know, he kills Wilco, like I'm like, this is dark. And they show yeah. the body falling. Yeah. Like they actually it's a wide angle. It's a wide cut, but they show it. Yikes. Yeah, like that I guy forgot what they're willing to show. That guy's yeah. definitely dead. Yeah. Definitely dead. Um mm-hmm. yeah, definitely yeah, well, killed him, which is wild. What were you gonna say, Grant? Yeah. Well, no, it's it's past the point of uh, conscripts and sort of uh the new sort of um turnover in the sort of uh Imperial Army. And so clones are sort of being you know uh disposed of yeah. by the Empire. Yeah. And it's like they're yeah. just being sent on like fetch quests and you know, missions like that no one wants. And then they're just, you know, they're just sent to their deaths. It's like, it's yeah. Disposed yeah. I mean, we're, yeah. we're kind of, yeah. we kind of jumped to the end, which is fine, but you're totally right. Grant. I, it's like what struck me the second time I watched these was like how eager captain, um, uh, what's his name? Wilco was to please, like to please and like to do a good job. Like they know they're fighting for their jobs here. And he just like wanted, he's like a hundred percent, sir. It'll be like, you know, like they're just, want to do it and at the same time you've got rampart who's leading the mission he wants conscripts instead he wants these loyal cheap soldiers um to take their place yeah. and uh it's pretty sad actually it's kind of sad and speaking to the behavior of the clones and the sort of sad sort of programming of the clones and their programmed lives and thoughts and everything like dna everything it's like uh it's really sad when um what's his name romar the guy they meet um Ro- I Rolo, I think. Oh. I thought his name Rolo was Rolo, or... but um... I thought it was Roma, Roma, or something. Um, oh, that's, that's probably it. I can look it up. He uh, he says to Tech, he was like, or he has like an old um, data core that's basically from like a separatist sort of device, or or it's even pre sort of galactic or pre Clone War sort of device, and 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 uh, basically it suggests he's a separatist because I guess that was their technology or something. And Tech's like, oh, you're yeah. a separatist, and he's like. He's like, no, I don't you ever think don't you don't you know there was a galaxy like before the Clone Wars? And Tech's like, yeah. oh, I never thought I never thought about that before. I like I never yeah. looked at it that way. And right. I was like, that is so sad that the clones like their entire life is based around this war. They're basically bred for war, which is so yeah. disturbing. It's so yeah. dark. And, 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 and the show actually gets into that. And so I would say stick with the show. It will dive yeah. into this really, really complex story with these this really sad ending, this you know, this uh, sort of coup de gras yeah. clones. I know. They are so tragic and and like Filoni loves hammering that. Yeah. Down. How tragic. <laughs> no, yeah. And if anyone's going to do it, it's going to be Filoni. He's going to take your heart. He's just like, yeah, I mean, that was season chest. seven. Stop. Like in a nutshell was just like, right. Rip your chest yeah. out. They're, like, they're just, there's no sadder like tail than these clowns. Yeah. There really is. Uh, and, and that's the thing. They're, they're just kind of raised on this simple dichotomy, right. Yeah. Of just the, the, the Republic versus the separatists. Yeah. And that's that everyone falls into one or two. Um, it is Romar, it is Romar. Uh, played by Hector Elizondo, oh, uh, so Elizondo, which voice, I did not realize he was in. Uh, yeah. yeah, such a great voice. And uh, watch any vast, Gary Marshall movie, actor, you'll know who actually. he is. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm also have some Basque. Um, yeah, Basque. he was uh, that that voice acting was fantastic with his character. Yeah. Um, why don't we talk about Omega a little bit? Um, she's uh, I, I think. I actually, I loved the first sequence. Like 
I thought the, yeah. the action, obviously, <laughs> we will gush about the animation at some point because that's obligatory in every Bad Batch. Oh, like, I think discussion. we've been talking about the lighting since the show. Yeah. Which is like, <laughs> the, the lighting's lighting, amazing. Yeah. And it's such a weird thing to keep focusing on, but it's I can't just not focus unreal. on it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I think like tech gets a split with like moonlighting and mm-hmm. weird, uh, you know. Uh, yeah. And, and it's it's a good sign for Filoni's live acting directing because I was like, oh, okay. You know, I, I'm starting to look for clues how like his, you know, his directing is evolving and how it'll, it'll take him into live action directing. But then, I mean, the first sequence with Omega, she's very competent and very skilled. Um, yeah. Like, and I got Boba Fett vibes off of her, like in the first scene, like she's, you know, doing flips off of giant crab monsters and like swinging on ropes and like using her Zygerian, um, you know, bowcaster or uh, bow. And right. uh, yeah, and I just, you know, she's super, super competent, but it's like, it's her evolution is like, it's learning, it's learning about the world. Um, and it's, you know, it's the clones becoming more human and they've got to raise this child and they're trying to raise this child the right way right. when they themselves don't really have an anchor into reality whatsoever, um, other than war. So um, yeah. it's it's a fun story, but I, I yeah. What do you think about her? Do you think? Yeah, I was gonna say I, I loved it, and she does see to have grown a little bit. It might have just you know uh, it changed. It might just be a little bit of being with them, but like, yeah, super competent. The her use of the bow is amazing. Um, her moral center is like is really the key of this whole show, and it really was heartbreaking watching her. Like the second you could see her, there's a moment in this animated show that nearly made me cry, which is when she heard, what was it? Was it tech and uh, echo fighting Tick, Uh, and like, you're reminded that she is just a child, right? Like you just, she's so competent and such a, 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 you know, a a warrior in this. And you just see her grab her stuffed animal and cradle it. And it's just like, Oh, it was like, and again, it's just, it's just very heartbreaking. Um, do you think this is a season where they pull the Alpha Omega card? Like it, it's gonna happen, right? Like it's gonna so be if you both go into Alpha. Wikipedia and you look up Bad Batch. Mm-hmm. They have every title for the season listed. Oh wow! For, for all sixteen episodes, right. spoiler territory uh, though. Do we yeah, know? I'm not gonna tell you what they are. Um, no, let's go. Let's put a spoiler wall up now. And let's just dive into it because I wanna, I wanna dig deep. We don't. There's not a dig deep? This, these are plot heavy episodes. We're you're getting a war chest from the castle. It's in a container. Get it out. Yeah, it, it's, it's yeah. Okay. Mission, mission, right, mission. So, all right. So yeah. if Dig you don't want to know what the titles are, uh, maybe pause or jump ahead or something. Um, but we'll probably talk about this for an hour and a half if I know us. Um, okay. So we just watched um, Spoils of War and Ruins of War. Um, and then uh, episode three is The Solitary Clone. Four is hmm. called Faster. Five is called Entombed. Six is called Tribe. And then seven and eight are a, uh, we're going to get released at the same time on February 8th. Uh, The Clone Conspiracy and Truth and Consequences. So kind of generic titles there, but that's going to be a double header for us. Um, Nine is The Crossing. 10 is Retrieval. 11 is Metamorphosis. 12 is The Outposts. Hmm. 13 is Pabu. 14 is Tipping Point. Um, so Malcolm Gladwell's almost certainly going to make an appearance. Uh, 15, <laughs> The Summit. And then 16 is Plan 99. Yeah, and 15 and 16 are, oh, yes, are they going are. on it's the same day as well. as well. Yeah. 
this this feels very X Files the release order. If anyone remembers X Files, where it was, they, they would be like two parters at the beginning, mid, and end Maybe of the season. Not, so I really feel like we don't know <laughs> yeah. anything about this season right now. I think it's going to. No. I, I think it, it can go in a lot of really cool directions, and I'm sure it will. Well, where did the show begin? Where did the show begin? Uh, it began. It began in, with Kane and Darius, right? Is that kind of where the show yeah. began? Yes, but technically it yeah. started with Ahsoka in um, season seven. Remember they had like a three episode arc in season seven of the Clone Wars? That's, yep, I know, but with yeah, the, it was where but, they were introduced. You know, series season so one. Talking about the series one, itself. Yeah. You know, episode one is Kane and Jarrus of the Bad Batch. Like it's the first character we kind of explore yeah. in a show called The Bad Batch. To me, that maybe maybe that maybe they will get involved with a Jedi character again and sort of come full circle, and Plan Ninety Nine is a sort of like thwarting of Order Sixty Six, a sort yeah. of like anti, yeah, yeah, you know, anti life, anti Order Sixty Six, anti Order. No, I I think you're onto something, Grant. I mean, it's weird, right? Like. It, not to get like two whatever, but like ninety nine is is literally the mirror image of yeah. sixty six. Yeah, yeah. Or not mirror, mirror, but you know what I mean. And it's like you flip. And it they're like, you don't have to fear us to, to the Jedi. But he's terrified, and it's just like maybe they do make good and 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 help, you know, to help you know stop the Jedi purge basically to some degree in in some major way. Yeah. Which is interesting because like. <laughs> It's a prequel for all intents and purposes. We know they can't be yeah. ultimately successful, but maybe it's something similar to what we get in Jedi Fallen Order, right? Where there is there there was danger we didn't know about, right? Like that was a bit about like danger. Like the whole plot of uh, Jedi Fallen Order is 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 a problem averted, right? Like like well destroying the, the spoiler is also we're oh. past the spoiler wall, yeah. so Rex will be in this this season. Of the show, right? Like, I, there's there's a lot of wrecks ahead in this. Oh, oh right. Didn't we like, see him in a trailer? Yeah, or like there's a lot of wrecks. Yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Yep. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, that's the most interesting title out of all those ones I read was the next episode, the solitary clone. Yeah. Because that could be a lot of different people, and um, I'd love a Cody rehash too. Oh, yeah, I would love a Cody. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm wondering who the solitary clone is. Um, cause hmm. I mean, maybe it's just Omega, but I, I don't know. Um, I no, like could it be Rex? Be, could, honestly, could, it could, could be Rex. Be. Yeah. I'm wondering. Yeah. That would make sense. Um, I'm enjoying, I, the one that's, that stays out to me is metamorphosis and that just be my own personal thing, but I'm like that. I, it's, it's such a great, like things are get changed. Something, something's going to happen in that episode that I think. Yeah. That's going to be yeah. important. Well, oh. yeah, it's. Is Omega like a Black Ops like special clone with like powers or something? Like is she like she's pretty <laughs> she's like the one clone that they basically kept really close to the chest, where they were like, yeah, she yeah. hangs with us. Like she doesn't even go down to like the pens with the other no. clones. Yeah. Do you wonder? So seven and eight, as you mentioned, is two parter together: the clone conspiracy and truth and consequences. Probably wonders if that's going to expand on what Grant was talking about, which is like we have to get to the point where the clones are no longer being used by the empire. Yeah. Right. And I wonder if that is the clones final, like that, that's it. Like, like their own order 66 where it's yeah. like they're exiled. Yeah. 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 
I'm think, talking about timelines right now. I think we're still like 20 years BBY. So pretty much the big, we're right in like the first year of the empire. I think. Yeah, I think so. Wait, are you saying and, plan 99 could trigger the remaining clones to turn on the empire? Is that what you're saying? No, no. I think uh, the empire is going to turn on the clones. Uh, right. I think the empire needs like what you were saying, Grant, like they're kind of like just sending them off and, and, and basically sending them to their deaths. And I think, I think we're going to see at some point in the season, either maybe the clone conspiracy or the, plan 99 that like this is their final like all right we've we've killed as many of them as we can by setting them off on like on suicide missions now we just got to mop up the rest Uh, i want i wanted plan 99 to be like a plan concocted by the good guys i i think it is i think it's that the clone conspiracy and truth and consequences might focus on the 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 remaining uh clone troopers that have you know that That are are going to turn they're going to get them to get triggered like they're going to get triggered like Order 66, but it's going to be to fight the Empire, maybe? No, I maybe. I, oh, I think, no, I think the Empire's going to, I think the Empire's going to turn on the clones. I think the Empire's going to say, yeah, all more right, people would remark like, on the, if like the clones all of a all right. sudden like went haywire again, that, yeah, it would be talked do, about. Do you Part want of my, like, like, tin plot? Yes. So clone conspiracy, conspiracy theory. Uh, it all kind of works together. Uh, I feel like I just want to like list like twenty words as they interconnect to make nonsense, like conspiracy. But anyway, um, but my thought is is that you have to get rid of the clones. I think they they are already starting to do this subtly, Grant, as you mentioned. And I think what you're going to have is one of the clones is going to be maybe triggered through their chip or something else to attack a commanding officer or something. And that they're going to use that as justification to wipe out the clones, right? Like the clones have gone turned. They turned oh. bad. Like something is going wrong with the clones. We need to get rid of all of them. Yeah. Because we got, they got to be gone by a time, you know, pretty, pretty early on in, in the Empire's reign. I know we know by a year, like 10 years before the Battle of Yavin, we see like a destitute clone, like uh, Obi-Wan just stumbles across one and like he's out of work and he's, you know, yeah, like a, a castaway vet. So um, they're gonna they're headed in that direction. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. That's my you know that's um we got some fun fun theorizing going on. I'm excited for where the show goes, no matter what they do. Um love Agreed. love the animation. I think it's just gotten better and better. And now the character models, yeah. the animation work, the lighting just looks amazing. Yeah. And just uh uh Wrecker getting that cannon from Oh, the tank? Oh, Are you yeah. serious? Like that was uh, these. He's yeah. His quote was, "I make a pretty good tank." And it's <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, you're yeah. Like I mean, it's a little meta, but like yes. Give us the, the four-player co-op game. Let's go. I know, right? But him just looking at it like it's. A I want like an arcade. Christmas. I would love like a arcade fighter beat him up. That's just oh, like totally batch and just the machine, the arcade machine, like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but with yeah, 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 yeah. four players, yeah, or the old X Men game, yeah, yeah, hundred yeah, percent, yeah, incredible. That would be incredible. That would be awesome. Um, the last time I was at a as, at a barcade, which was pre pandemic, I spent I spent an hour beating uh, each of those games because I couldn't never had enough quarters as a kid. <laughs> so I literally just sat there as my wife was just like wandering around, coming back. I'm like, I'm so close. So close to being Shredder. Like Contra, like Contra, but just Bad Batch. Like, ugh. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Oh, Contra. Yeah, side-scroller, <laughs> just like, yeah. just destroy him. That would be yeah. amazing. I, maybe that's just us. Yeah, I played Golden Axe at some point. Oh, so good. In so Vermont, good. 
and um and Classic. i beat it and i was like that was it like as a kid i remember it was like an epic adventure my brother and yeah, i, I can't like, believe that's slay. that's not an ip that like uh, hollywood's eating up it's like that would be <laughs> giant money right. death Adder. if dungeons and dragons does well this year i guarantee you golden axe is coming <laughs> i guarantee and then altered beast no, it's oh, just man. such I'm, a big like classic. It's just classic <laughs> fantasy, classic high yeah. fantasy. Yeah. Um, yeah. The so the aesthetically the things that uh, bounced up for me were the paint strokes. They're like having to repaint their armor for whatever mm-hmm. reason, and they're using different colors. But you can see the strokes of paint on. What color helmets. is it? They're they're using a palette. Thanks for asking. Of uh, white, <laughs> a sort of. Um, a like a, a turquoise and then an orange and then they all have like it's kind of a dark gray blue undersuit thing with it um mm. that might be their old one but it's like it, the paint scheme is changing but you can actually see the strokes of paint on their helmets which is really cool and then yeah. i noticed like their gear has like leds on them and so there was like one scene where i think um it was hunter and must have been Wrecker, I guess, or maybe it was the other two. But they go into a yeah, no, it must have been Hunter and Wrecker, and they went into like a shady area, like a dark area. But you could still see the like LEDs shining, and they mm. were like uh, on like a couple little spots on their armor. Um, it was pretty cool. Those were the, nice. those were the two like aesthetic things. I was like, oh man, come on, like it did, no one gets that right. Um, so that was good. Um, anything else that you all wanted to cover about this episode? I, I don't want to drive it on too much. Um, yeah, Not really. I there was that. Um, what is it? His name was Romar. Yes. Um, yeah. Romar. Yeah. He had a great quote that was uh, rogue clones. You're so your rogue clones chased by the Empire's clones who used to be Republic clones. Am I getting that right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah <that'd be> great. <laughs> so I guess it's like, if you just picked it up and you just started watching bad batch from yeah. this episode, you'd sort of that's know all you need. On. That's yeah. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Um, right. Cause even in the also, first episode, they get sized up by the Wanda Sykes character and like they all get yeah. reintroduced. Yeah. 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 There's a lot of like <laughs> filling you in in case yeah. you didn't watch season totally. one, yeah. but, but done artfully. I felt like, yeah, yeah. it's organic. Yeah, it's definitely there. Yeah. Organic. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Okay, I don't want to go too far off the rails. I've been thinking a lot about an article I read on uh, about Avatar. I've been rooting for its demise. Sorry, I'm terrible. Yeah, that's I, I I can't get with that understanding. I or uh, why I'm rooting for its yeah, demise. I, I think because I'm jealous uh, because I'm with I'm with you, Ben. They're like stealing resources, right? From like from the planet, and like we you could be saving <laughs> lives. Is that what it is? No, no. I mean, um, no. We could be making more Star Wars movies with that money. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, like okay. an IP that's actually like uh, interesting. Yeah, but do, th- do you want me to get real? Why I'm rooting for Avatar's device? Right. Do, do we want to do this, yeah. or do we want to like wait <laughs> yeah. till we're not recording? Uh, well, why don't just let's just get real? Yeah, we can get okay. real. Let's... Uh, the plot is pretty much the most simplistic plot I've ever seen. And it's frankly racist, but we don't acknowledge it because it's blue people. It's really horrible. I don't need a white savior thing that makes $2 billion. I hate it. I hate it so much. And that, yeah, that's sorry, the colonial white savior yeah. story. No, that's <laughs> sorry. One of the most that, problematic. Feel free to cut there. that. <laughs> yeah, no, um, that, that was the other reason that I'm just sort of like, especially, yeah, the first one was dance of the wolves. I'm just like, why that movie was like, it's a spectacle. But anyway, I I read like I just read an article about sort of like real class like successful film and like in four four quadrant film, which essentially means mm-hmm. that you you pander to every demographic. 
yeah um that there is and you know like a top gun maverick which i really loved um, oh yeah so good like everyone else so it's good. amazing i can't like, wait to yeah. watch that again Unreal. like give me that um, in star wars like Tom yeah Cruise, and maybe yeah, you know I'll, uh, eventually i'll watch avatar too and like whatever yeah same here yeah but I, I, it really kills me to give me, him my money I, I, yeah it, yeah but it, there is there is a use for it and you know and and so I read this article about like why Avatar is a good film, and they were just like, <laughs> there's not enough movies that do this four quadrant stuff and do it well. And in and but one of the things is like you don't need to do the work. It's a sort of like in Star Wars you need to do yeah. the work, and you've yeah. got to go back and figure out what everyone's doing and who's who and what's the timeline, and you don't need to do that with that that IP. And so I'm looking at Bad Batch. That was a long way to come back. And I'm like, this is like I think Filoni still holds on to that sort of four quadrant manifesto i think he definitely he makes kids content and he makes it well yeah. i mean he he was involved in making a ton of avatar the last uh airbender that's the mm-hmm. other that's the third reason wow. why i hate james really Cameron. talking about the other avatar right now yeah but i mean like yeah and, and also there's pulling they're just stealing like they just keep jabbing at avatar the last airbender i don't know if you know that like there's going to be a fire nation next and this is the water nation like they're oh, just right. stealing they totally the plot are. of avatar the last airbender um, and they already they stole its name like James Cameron somehow <laughs> really yeah. I, I yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's looks so why I mean it's such a wildly different right. aesthetic yes. and idea and sort right. of like one is good and one is like mediocre genre and piece instead of a, a yeah I would say like yeah. A, yeah our ancient sort of uh, fantasy aesthetic yeah. you know it's but anyways yeah, I, Filoni I, did Filoni did I, that show and it, it was if you've ever but, watched Avatar the Last if you haven't watched Avatar the Last Airbender please do it it doesn't yeah. matter how old you are I, I had just like an amazing time watching it it's a really feel good show so thank you for saying that and pulling me out of I almost I almost went on a whole, whole nother rant but I won't I won't do it um okay. but I, I was gonna say that yes I think what Filoni takes to heart um which I appreciate and really agree with is that like at its core, Star Wars is a is a is a kids thing, you, you know. And I don't I don't mean that I don't mean that. Yeah, it was designed negatively. to be. It was yeah. designed to be for kids. Like, I, yeah, the first yeah, Star Wars I, and, movie is a four quadrant movie that just yeah. like people were like, you watch it and you didn't need to know the mythos or anything. You just like were entertained and it was great. And and reading the books to my 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 kid and and we've watched the we've watched episode four together. I do fast forward a couple of parts of it, um, but like for the most part, what, really watching it with that and realizing how little editing I need to do. Um, I'm also not a super editor. I'm a big believer of like kids need to be scared and being scared is is okay, especially okay. if you're watching with your watching with a parent who can talk you through it. But like, also don't need to watch her have her watch someone getting choked out. You know, there's certain things where I'm like, yeah, sure, <laughs> hey, boop, boop. Yeah. Um, a little. But like, just watching it, realizing how much of this really is digestible for kids, and really is, it, it's the monomyth, right? It's super understandable. It, it, but there's a reason why it's the biggest franchise ever, and I guess that's to be said for Avatar as well. I'm gonna try to you know look at it from a completely dispassionate lens. Its simplicity is its brilliance right like it, it it is super digestible it's easy to understand it is it is a story as old as time um in a lot of ways even though you have like blue aliens on a planet and unobtainium and all this weird stuff it all it is all scaffolded on a very straightforward uh story that is that that everyone can understand and that's why it works that's why it's made billions of dollars internationally is because you don't need to like you can watch that movie without it being translated and understand what's going on in that movie. There's simplistic stories with with 
basically, you know, time-worn morals that we, we all know, yeah. and it's good to get some remembrance of, yeah. of what it means to be a good person and treat others with, you know, respect and, yeah. and choose the light and, you know, um, don't yeah. be greedy, especially in this episode when uh, Omega's trying to gather all the crystals up. There's a lot of sort of like, you know, get the loot and for at all cost and it, it this this element yeah, of like leave that, leave the priceless gems like behind like there's just it's really fun like there's it's a lot of fun sort of moral storytelling but it's also the serialized sort of like buck rogers you know uh yeah. adventure story too where it's like a bunch of people hitting hitting switches in a sort of like a cockpit on a on a starship and then like a lot of action and then one maybe a single set piece or a, a sort of chase or something so I, I subject you all to my angry rant. Uh, uh, how about I? How about I end my thoughts with a um, Adam overreading uh, uh, the 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 purpose of this episode in a very positive way. Oh, right. So so and it's very personal to myself. But like, there's that moment at the end. So so you literally watch Omega see her parental figures, two of her parental figures fighting about her, right? Which is heartbreaking. And the big fight is. Our lives have changed drastically since we decided to do this thing, to bring this person into our family. Right. And the and and the climactic moment is is it is it Echo uh yeah. telling her, like, let the loot go, yeah. let it go. I would still make this, yes, things are different and they're tough, but I would still make this decision the same again. Right? Right. Yes. That's having a kid. Yeah. That is having yeah. a kid, right? Like I was watching this having a kid and knowing how tough it is and how much my life now is so different than it was three years ago, but also understanding I would never make the, I would never not have made that decision, yeah. you know, yeah. as scary as that is and how much it's changed my life. And I think, I think that is written that way too. It's, it's a very knowing idea of what it's like to be a parent, right. Yeah. In a very thoughtful way. Right. Well, yeah. It's like three men and a baby, but it's. Yeah. 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 Really? Yeah. No, it really is. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's great. I know which one's Tom Selleck. Okay. Hunter. I, I mean, mean Hunter. Hunter? Yeah. yeah, is that even a question? <laughs> Maybe right. uh, what Crosshair? I don't know. Dark, <laughs> oh, dark Crosshair. Selleck. Right, we haven't seen Crosshair yet. Oh yeah. man. Oh uh, no, he's Crosshair. Lord Selleck. Dark Lord. Crosshair's the ghost in the uh, window. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right on. Uh, All right. Well, that's now we a need good Darth. Place to now end. we need Darth Selleck shirts, which is Darth Selleck. Yeah, very niche. <laughs> If we couldn't get, we Jones. needed one hyper-specific shirt before we ended the podcast. Oh, man. His robes are just like, covered in Hawaiian print. <laughs> just one stash. And they're, they're too like... short. I mean, <laughs> come on. Like, this has to be, like, how we have to do it. We'll yeah. put it on Public. We'll sell two of them. It'll be great. <laughs> it'll be great. I'll buy people are gonna the be first overjoyed. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but it'll be, like, two out of three of us. Yeah. Right. It's like there were three sales. Great, guys. Yeah. Great work. We all accidentally show up on the same live stream wearing it going, oh, oops. Yeah. Oh man. All right. Awesome. Well, until then, um, thanks very much for listening to us and watching us. If you're actually yeah. watching us this time, um, these are our faces. I'm sorry. Um, yeah. and <laughs> we uh, apologize. In, I guess, <laughs> but, um, do we look like you thought we'd look like, <laughs> yeah, probably. Hey, three white guys who knew. Yeah. Shocking. Uh, yeah. Beards. Too much. Key light. Too much, too much. White yeah. Guy. Yeah. 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 Too great. Um, yeah. but, uh, it's a pleasure. Um, we love doing this and, um, we're glad that you're listening. So, Thanks very much. Uh, have a great week. We'll talk to you next time. And may the force be with you. 
This is Grex Kondak signing off. For the latest breaking news, follow at Core World News on Twitter and Instagram. Thank you and good night. Remember, the force will be with you always.